Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we are your fuck buddies, and welcome. And we're a podcast. <laughs> my, my computer is really trying hard to like not let me podcast. Right now, a big has, thing... Has our right beef with I, Lenovo finally like blossomed yeah. into them actually sabotaging us? But now, like, now I keep getting things just being like, could your PC go faster? Could it? I don't know. I could scan right now. Uh, so, should I tweet Lenovo right now and just say, fuck you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe? No, I don't know, man. They make my computer. I don't know if they could hack into... Well, they're already doing it. That's the point. Okay, just finish the intro. Uh, we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we take questions off the internet or off our dear listeners and we answer them for y'all. Well, you know what I've decided we should do? What? We pick the episode title right now and we shoehorn it in later. <laughs> I mean, do we want to do this for episode 99? I feel like 100%. that's a season- I feel like that's a season two thing. Yeah. I feel like that's a one oh one thing. Season two starts today. <laughs> Episode ninety nine is season two. Yeah. Okay, here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna alternate. I'm gonna choose an adjective, you do a noun, and then I'll do a verb. Okay. Or we'll both do adjectives, noun, verb. That okay. way we both get two words in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now do we do we want an article? I think that's the thing, like a uh, the Depends. You no, know, yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. I feel like that's something we can we can do the right, adjectives so, first. Then we'll know if a the or an ah. Right. Yeah. Is, so you know. I will do velvety sperm. Ming. Velvety. It's a verb. I really want to say blossoming, but that's also a verb. Okay. Well, then we'll we'll count blossoming as your verb. So give me another <laughs> adjective. Uh red. Uh, and I need a noun. So I'll go with... That's a good noise. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll go with um, delivery truck. <laughs> red velvety delivery truck blossoming? Or the blossoming red velvet delivery truck. Okay. All right. So that's what we're going to work towards. This is going to test... And you can't just say it. It has to make sense. <laughs> yeah, like all the things we say on this podcast, it'll make no, sense. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you can't just be like, you know what else would be really helpful in this situation? A red velvet blossoming pickup truck. Mm-hmm. You can probably hear a fucking delivery truck in that's, the background of this recording. That's literally right why I said it. Oh, God damn it! This is by user The Art of Ignorance. Partner uses her phone timer to limit my talking to five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, what a cool life that guy's living. Oh, you wait. Today was an interesting day. I visited a local cafe. The kitchen staff hadn't cleaned the grill properly. I ended up with minor chemical burns to my mouth and lips. The police and ambulance were called. While relating this story to my girlfriend of three months, she opened the timer on her phone and said, you have five minutes and started the timer. I was a bit stunned and lost for words in the moment, so I made a lame joke and laughed it off. But it really bothered me that she was so dismissive. Any tips on setting a boundary in a healthy way? My gut reaction is that this is indefensible. Uh, I mean, I would love to know what this guy or I'm, is it a dude? Yes, I believe so. I would love to know what his stories are like, because maybe maybe she's trying to help you be more concise, because maybe like you trying to tell like what's happened, 
usually takes like fucking half an hour and nobody cares. But I mean, like, that's me reaching. This is a crazy thing to do to someone. Well, like in general, like I love that you were laughing already, you know, at the title. But like he got chemical burns to his face to a degree that both the police and ambulance were called. And she's like, oh, you get five minutes, I guess. <laughs> this again. How, I mean, how often does this happen to this guy? <laughs> uh, I can only imagine that it has never happened because this seems like a pretty rare thing. But hey, who knows? Maybe he got cursed again by some kind of spite witch, at which point his curse is that every time he goes to a cafe, he gets minor chemical burns to his face. Is your girlfriend like a senator or something where they're used to only having, you know, a certain amount of time to get their point across and, or just like a, a primo, like debater. Like maybe they grew up with like debaters disease where it's like, they always think they're in a debate and you're in the middle and they're like, excuse me, rebuttal. Could, could you cite a source please for those chemical burns? My, my, my mouth is falling off. The police were there. Could you cite a source, sir? Or sit down. Your time is up. What happened to five minutes? Like, did she just walk away? <laughs> Uh, your burnt face? Sorry, I, uh, bye. I say run. I, yeah, I mean, like, this might have just been a bad joke that, you know, maybe she thought you would get. I don't know, but I would definitely, like, talk to her about it. Don't, like, I can't imagine that in any world, if Amanda pulled this shit on me, like, just one day was like, oh, you're going to tell me about work? Cool, you have five minutes, go. I would immediately be like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah, I'm the kind of person that you probably need to do this to. And even I would find it offensive. It's just like, especially like something as like important as this. If like, you know, if I came home injured, I would hope <laughs> that face. someone. Yeah, I would hope that the person that's supposed to care about me wants to hear about what happened. Yeah, that's the thing. Like in any situation, this is fucked up. In this situation in particular, it's like. What? Like this is this isn't just like your average day. Like his face is is so badly hurt that police were involved. I, I just don't know. In reality, you you hundred percent need to be like, hey, that was super rude and dismissive of something that I felt was very important and something that I wanted to share and talk to you about. And to give me a a, a limit on how much I can talk to you seems incredibly dismissive of like the foundation of every good relationship, which is communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, just be like, hey, I was very confused when you did that the other day. Do you want to explain why? Because, like, at the time, I was so kind of taken aback that I didn't even bring it up. So I kind of want to discuss it now because, like, if we can't talk, if you don't give a shit about what I say, like, this relationship isn't going to go anywhere. And like Dane said, maybe it is just a bad example of a joke. Like, maybe you were like, I had the worst day ever. And she was like, lol. Is it as bad as, like, it's just gotten worse or some shit? Like, maybe she was trying to play off that and did it really badly. I don't know. Definitely worth the conversation. But oh, 100%. If, if she doesn't immediately go, oh, I'm sorry, and, like, you know, to, like, agree to not do it again, it's probably a runaway and, like, nurse your mouth back to health without her. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's being like, like, if she has any other reason other than, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to offend you. If yeah. there's any, if it's just like, even if it's something that's like, oh, I was busy and I didn't really have time to listen to your story. Yeah, because like, like there, there are better ways to anyway communicate that. Yes, that they should listen anyway. And also, this isn't just like a random story. Like, this is something pretty big that happened to you. 
Yeah. Like, so you like, know, if she was out like running out the door because she was late for work. She could have easily just been like, hey, I'm really sorry that happened. I would love to hear more about it, but I got to go. I'm sorry. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like any sort of explanation as to why, you know, you only had five minutes to talk other than just being like, here's your five minutes. Go. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So you really need to have a chat and sort that shit out because you cannot have a relationship like that. Especially, again, in such a, like, dramatic situation. But again, even if it was nothing, like, that's super rude and dismissive. And unless they are some kind of, like, secret agent with, like, you know, five minutes and 15 seconds to disarm a bomb, and they'll give you that five minutes, which I think is a compliment in that situation. Yeah. Otherwise, no. Get out. Get out. Get it. Um, So I have a user question. Um, And before I say anything, I just want to say that she picked her agent name. Perfect. Um, And it is Agent Peking Duck. Okay. Um, She says, I've been dating my boyfriend for almost a year now, and we've just started seeing each other again regularly after the lockdown. I'm Chinese, and he's white. In a few weeks, we're supposed to head up to his cottage with his family that I've never met before. I've been warned that his family is super white, and while they're very sweet people, they may have less than woke, or they may say less than woke things. Um, what are some tips to fit in with the white crowd and to avoid any awkward racial stuff? I feel like you're, you could be, uh, you know, because you are currently dating a, a woman who is not white. You've been in this position. How did you, how did you fit in? Well, when they say annoying things like, oh, you can't handle spice. White person, you just laugh it <laughs> off and move on. But it never, it never ends. It never stops. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> like for, for me, honestly, it's like, you know, it, I could choose to get annoyed about that, I guess. But like, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of white people that can't handle spice. And also, it's not like they mean it in a bad way. It's mo- mainly either a joke or actually like it comes from a caring place where they're worried that like the food is too hot. And I'm like, it, it's cool, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's easier being a white person in these situations because 100%. Like, you know, if they're like, oh, any joke, you're kind of like, well, we do suck a little bit. So I get it. Yeah. Um, and like, if if the worst we ever have to deal with is someone being like, do you want more mayonnaise for your sandwich? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll take that. That's that's fine. Yeah. I feel like, again, depending on the situation, like if you have something to return fire with, you know what I mean? Because hopefully if anything comes up, it'll be either joking or not serious you know what i mean and like then you could just be like oh what sorry did you want more mayo or you know that could be good but again it kind of depends on who the people are and what their uh like what their sense of humor is like and where it comes from yeah and she's like she's assured me that like she doesn't think like these people are going to be racist towards Mm -hmm. her at least not like overtly i think it's more like a concern of like oh where are you from kind of situation yeah. you know what i mean just because she's not white they're going to ask where she's from and like mm-hmm. there's you know the it's sort of like the subtle layered racism yeah honestly um, i i think like for me a big thing is like to just like to know like and it seems like she's already done that it's like if you know it's going to come from a good place and it's not like actually like you know abrasive or, or mean or cruel or anything it's like you can just roll with it because a lot of the time people do, they do mean well, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, if someone's like, where are you from? You can be like, oh, like, you know, Toronto or whatever. But like, you know, oh, my, my family's from whatever. Or just be like, oh, Toronto. 
and just like that'll be it hopefully you know what i mean yeah um i feel like just like being very matter of fact and like you know not not being afraid to like stand your ground not necessarily being like combative but like you know to be confident in your answers and like you know don't don't just like make answers you think will appease people you know um i would also talk to your boyfriend and be like hey thanks for giving me the heads up i need to know you got my back yeah so that if things get uncomfortable you'll either whisk me away or you know sort of be like hey that's not cool yeah because there's nothing worse than if something does go too far or or someone's whatever you having to be like uh hold up and then like turn around and hope that they're you know and not really know what the reaction is and and for those seconds you're completely by yourself right and you're doing this risky terrifying thing with people you've probably been hoping to impress all weekend so i think maybe like it might be dramatic but like set up a little code be like and you can even do it jokingly. Just be like, cool, we're going to, this is going to be our word. If, if shit gets weird or like, this is going to be our, let's go regroup or like, there's a problem like scenario. Yeah. Right. And like, you're also in the danger territory of like being a woman as well, where it's like, oh, she's really sensitive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, alternatively. So there's a game that a very good friend of mine at work likes to play. And it's called, what kind of Asian am I? And, <laughs> It's a game that she plays with the new trainees, uh, specifically to make them uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and yeah, and she just she just opens up with like she'll be in the middle of like training someone, and she'll be like, "Oh hey, uh, what kind of Asian am I? <laughs> like, what kind of Asian do you think I am?" And like nine times out of ten, people are like, "I don't know." Um, and I think that might be. Something you're to have in your back pocket because come like in, come in hard and fast. Yeah, just come in guns blazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if things if someone does pull the like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Toronto. Nah, but like, where where are you from? Be like, well, oh, turn on you, them. Yeah, where yeah. do you think I'm from? What kind of Asian do you think I am? And just say it real loud. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> obviously, don't scream it, but like, say it loud enough that like everyone at the group could be like, oh, oh, yikes, because then it's like, it's fun. It shows that you're having a good time, but it's mm-hmm. also a very cool way of being like, well, you've, you, you open this door here. It is walk on through my man. The the only downside is if you do get someone who like really doesn't get it, they're going to yeah. be like, well, your eyes are on this degree of a slit. Yeah. There's always the danger that you get someone who, who is just like, Oh, he's gonna he's gonna like engage with that too much. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, um, alternatively, you can just fucking throw on Mr. Brightside by the Killers, and then oh yeah, put on like fucking Bohemian Rhapsody, and like you don't have to worry about them for nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. Little Cotton Eye Joe. Oh my god, put yeah. Cotton Eye Joe as your ringtone, and like every time things get weird, just like pretend you're getting a call and play it, and then I'm like, damn, and like well, they're foot tapping. They're not gonna be asking any racist shit. Yeah. Just accidentally have a like, just constantly put on the fucking hip. Because if there's one thing fucking white Canadian people love, it's the tragically hip. Especially now that Gord Downey's dead, like you literally you cannot say anything. Like even if they don't like the tragically hip, they I think they legally are obliged. I was about to say something about the tragically hip, and now I won't. What are you gonna say now? I just like I'm not from here, so. As a white Canadian citizen, what well, are you going to say about Tragically Hip? Uh, I'm not from here, so I never grew up with them, and I didn't really 
ever listened to them. I, in fact, I pretty much haven't. I only probably know about one or two songs and I never understood the hype because I never grew up with them and I was never really exposed to them. Well, aren't you lucky? Because my bar plays literally has like a hip song, either back to back or like every other song. Well, wait, what are you saying, Dane, as a white, straight Canadian male? I'm saying it's not enough hip. Good. I, I want all. You're going to lose us, all of our <laughs> listeners. All right, hit us with the next one. No, it's my guy. It's your turn. God damn. Okay. Throw away for very obvious reasons. I'm so embarrassed. My husband of six years found fan fiction that I write. Oh, no. It's erotic as all get out. Downright <laughs> smugly, even. Of course it is. I calmly explained I started writing it when I was a preteen. Not erotic then, of course, but it's always been a habit. I guess I just enjoy being able to have a creative outlet without having to make characters or worry about world building. It's fun for me, and I get a lot of positive comments about my writing. He is not having it. He says it's like me being unfaithful if I'm writing about sexual things with men that aren't him. I feel really confused because it's not like I'm making them be with me. It may be original characters occasionally, but I certainly am not going to be running off with a video game character anytime soon. I told him I even used to get paid by people to write fanfiction. I bought myself a nice new coat with the money years ago. Now I feel like I can't do something I enjoy anymore or that I have to do it in secret, which feels wrong. I feel like a pervert and a weirdo. Even though everything I've written has been consensual stuff between adult characters. We were both huge gamers, so I didn't even think this would be an issue. I could be getting paid to write fanfiction? I, I guess. Who pays? I don't know, but I would do that. I would write any fanfiction that you wanted. Alright, well, well, no, no, Dan. Let's not f- put something on you that you don't want to do. What would you want to write? What would be your fanfiction? What would get your loin motors purring? Hmm... I don't know, to be honest. Like, I was like, I'm not really part of a fandom, really, mm-hmm. of any sort. And I feel like that sort of like step one of fan fiction is to be like so heavily invested. I mean, like community, new girl. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, maybe some new girl fan fiction. Didn't we read some out that one episode? I think so. It was pretty terrible. But yeah, I it's weird because I automatically assume fan fiction is like cartoon based. Like, I rarely think of, like, real live actors. Really? Yeah. All I think about when I think of fan fiction is Harry Potter. I Yeah, that's or true. Lord I also think of, um, I think of Harry Potter as well because of that one. Uh, that one famous one. Yeah. Um, but, okay. So, I think there's two big troubling things here. One, it doesn't sound like she's writing it about herself. It's not like she's in this world fucking Dumbledore. Right. It sounds like Dumbledore and Harry are fucking. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what obviously probably not that because she does say consensual and he is a child. And yeah, she does say adult. Uh, yeah. So could be I, dead Dumbledore and adult Harry or dead Dumbledore and alive Dumbledore. Ooh, shit. There we go. <laughs> we, we found your niche. Yeah, there it is. That's I'm going to write erotic fan fiction about dead characters fucking their still living character. Oh man, it could be called Dumblemore. <laughs> yeah, I I think the idea of him being like you're cheating on me because you're writing fan fiction is wrong. Just It's it's completely ludicrous. Even again, even if it was her, like even if she wrote these things and it was her in these, you know, fan fiction things, it, like what would the difference really be? It's just fucking words. The, that's the thing. It's like I'm. I like. Does this guy not have fantasies about 
does he not watch porn? I'm does sure he, not, he does. Does he not watch a movie and be like, damn, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I highly believe or highly doubt that he's watching, you know, any, you know, the Avengers and isn't sort of like, you know, ogling Scarlett Johansson and mm-hmm. her skin tight leather cat suit. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And like when you're watching porn, you're not impulses. like, you're not like, wow, look at those people fucking at no point. You know, are you not going? I would like to have sex right now with, with those people. Yeah. You know? Uh, or in that situation or whatever like so that it's all fantasy based it's all you imagining and like this is so ridiculous because like at this point it's like thought policing because Mm -hmm. there's really no difference between her imagining all of these scenarios to her transcribing them or putting them like in concrete words there's like there's no difference yeah I i would i would be a little bit more hesitant if all of her stories involved her, you know, it, like first person accounts of her as having sex with, I would be like, okay, I think maybe we need to talk about that. But why? Um, but yeah, but like, no, I, I don't I, even see. It's like you said that. It's like you're right. Like I, I have no, I have no problem with any of this. You know, if you were doing like first hand accounts of you like fucking people you knew, that would be weird. I sure. think, yeah, you know what I mean. Still, wouldn't or be cheating, even if it was like it would weird be... stuff, like like you said, like kids or like non-consensual yes. stuff, or like any again, sort of that stuff. Yeah, totally different, uh, like totally different situations. Like even if it was her in these things, it's just like her writing. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand the issue. I do feel like sad that she never opened up about this when it's been something she's done since she was a preteen and still does so it's obviously like important to her and she's married this guy had been married to this guy for six years that's shitty like i think that's that's an indication that it's not a strong relationship like if you're doing this in secret behind their back because presumably you're ashamed of it um or you think they're gonna react badly which sucks because clearly they're reacting badly Um, or it could just be something for her you know what i mean like it like it, this could be her like form of masturbation, which I guess, you know, I guess, you know what I mean? Cause like, I don't, I don't invite Amanda to watch me jerk off or like, you know, let her know that. Yeah, I guess it would be kind of weird right? to be like, Hey, just a heads up. Uh, I know you're making lunch, but this is the porn I like. Okay. Bye. Yeah. You know, so this fair. could have just been like her own sort of thing. And then I would love to know how he found it. Yeah. I also just think it's like, it, you know, the only reason I could find out, I, I could imagine that this was an issue is if she was like, hey, you can't look at porn. You can't whatever. Like if they had right. like a relationship ban on porn or something and then it turned out that she was doing this, I could understand why he's upset because he'd yeah. be like, yeah, you're being a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Like uh, that is the only way I could see this being reasonable from his point of view. Otherwise, I think it's just uh, insecurity. It's like he's worried that like, she's more sexual than he knows or she's sexual on her own terms and he feels threatened by that yeah and it's like that weird bullshit machismo of being like i'm with someone and they are not allowed to find anyone but me attractive yeah and it's like it's such a like stupid thing to think Mm -hmm. is is reality because like again there's no one alive i mean i'm using broad terms because asexual people exist um but like if you're like if you're in a relationship, people don't stop being attractive. No, you know what I mean. Like you can still register attraction to other people. Yeah, it's, it's not like you know, like if people just turned off like seeing people who are attractive or whatever, actors would be fucked. 
right? Yeah. Be like, oh, this actor's doing really well, but then I guess people above a certain age, they're all they're dating. Damn, no one likes him anymore. Like that is no one cares. Shit. Ninety percent of most marketing in in movies yeah. nowadays Sex is sells. just being like, hey, look how attra- look at our attractive lead character. I mean, yeah. fuck the Magic Mike movies. Yeah, that was like that. They didn't need a fucking plot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they never even bring up his magic in the whole fucking movie. Not once do you realize that he's magic. Yeah, it's so dumb. They even like they actually cut it off before he even gets to wizard school. Like, yeah. can you fucking believe that? But it still it did well. Stupid. And then it, it did. did so well. They were like, you know what? Let's put off the wizard school to the third fucking movie. Because I don't think it even came up in the second one. No, 100%. Honestly, Although like... I'm pretty sure he does, like... He's doing, like, sparks and stuff. He's doing, like, a little fire magic. Yeah, but point. still. I don't know. Like... I would <sighs> love... Oh, man, there's nothing I would want more in this world than if... The third Magic Mike movie was him actually they, going to Wizards Guild. That'd be they fucking all incredible. actually did have magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be the best selling movie of all time. And the only movie that would top it is Magic Mike Four, where they do a Fast and Furious crossover. Holy shit! Right? Or a crossover with uh, remember at the end of Twenty Two Jump Street, they had like all those Buck Wild like sequels where it's like them in space and them yeah. in Men in Black. And like all that. Imagine if they did because Channing Tatum is also in that movie where he played both Magic Mike. <gasps> Magic and Mike was played by someone? He's not just so is he he's fake? No, Magic Mike <laughs> Magic Mike's not real. No, he can't hurt you. Oh thank God. <laughs> I bought so many so much warding, so many magic crystals <laughs> to protect me from his dark magics. Uh, yeah, you gotta talk to your husband. You gotta be like, yo, this is ridiculous. And like you can bolster your statement if, for example, he watches porn or if, for example, you know, all these things. Uh, and if it is a relationship where you are like banning him from watching porn or whatever, then you kind of got to realize you're being a little hypocritical. Also realize that is super unhealthy. But yeah. We talked about that. That's another thing. But we've, we've mentioned that before. Yeah. So you guys need a whole jealousy, insecurity talk and just fucking work through it. Um, this comes from that shiny Charizard. One, two, three. Okay. I got dumped for being too good to her. Is that bullshit? I've been told by a fairly reliable source that the reason my girlfriend dumped me was because I was being too good to her. IDK, but that sounds like bullshit to me. Isn't being good to her a good thing? Would someone really leave me for that reason? Or are they letting me down easy because they're afraid to hurt my feelings? Like I'm not already a mental wreck. What do you guys think? Is that at all plausible? Oh, I'm 50-50 on this one. Well, no, because I've definitely heard people be like, oh, he was like too nice or like he was just so like thoughtful or like literally even in work the other day someone was like oh i was hanging out with this person like they were just being like nice and like kind of shit and i just wanted to like whatever like i don't want to hear like blah blah and i was like okay that sounds kind of shitty but whatever Mm -hmm. um but on the other hand it might just be a kind like letdown is that a kind letdown they probably think it is it depends what the real reason is right you you would think that like like if you want to let them down and be like, sorry, I'm not good enough for you. For them to be like, you're being too good to me. I don't know. I've, to me, that's like, it's a crazy thing to say to someone. It's a completely and utterly crazy thing to say to somebody. I, I think like anybody who, like, if there's an issue, sure. But I don't ever think the issue is that you're too good to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe it's like something else is happening and that's the way you're phrasing it. But like, if you're just like, oh, this person is good to me, like that's fucked up. 
You know, how much yeah. do you hate yourself that you're like, can't have it. Um, in reality, there are people who do self-sabotage like that. There are people yeah. who don't think they deserve, you know, someone who treats them well. Mm -hmm. So it, it could also be that. It, unfortunately, this is one of those things where, like, you're not going to get closure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you are not going to get a straight answer. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can't really fall into the trap of looking for one because, like, I don't think you're going to get it from yourself or from them. You're definitely not going to get it from us. We don't know the context. We don't know the person. We don't know what happened. I think the only thing you can do is like look back on what you did in the relationship and like maybe like were you overbearing? Were you kind of like stepping in when maybe you shouldn't or like before you should or like too soon? You know what I mean? Like if you guys just started dating and all of a sudden you're like filling out their applications for college when they didn't ask you to and like, you know what I mean? Like maybe – Maybe there was a mismatch in terms of like closeness. Like, did you jump into the relationship way too, too much? Because like, these are ways I could maybe see somebody being like, oh, you're too good to me or whatever. Um, so like, have a look at what you did and try and be honest with yourself. And if you were overbearing or something, maybe try and correct that next time. But if you were just a good person, fuck it. That's a them problem. Move on and, and don't let that make you try to be an asshole in your next relationship. Because guess what? That's not going to fucking work. That was exactly my point. Like, that's why I wanted to bring this in is like, don't let this make you feel like the only way to have a successful relationship is to not be good to your partner. 100%. Because that's that is not the the solution. That's definitely not the lesson to be learned here. No, um, I don't necessarily know what the lesson is in this situation. I think what you could take away is what Nile kind of just said is like, take a good, honest reflection and look back at the, the relationship and see how you've behaved in it. If you realize that like yeah you were just treating her well and for whatever reason she wasn't into it then sucks but you've done nothing wrong or like i said if if you did do something or you were overbearing or were sort of like a little too much now you know that you've, you've taken the time to reflect and that's something you can put in your back pocket for your next relationship but do not be like well Girls don't like nice guys, so I guess I'm going to be a dick. Yeah, that is literally the worst thing to take out from this. Like, just don't do that. Um, again, like, I almost want to say, like, don't change what you're doing. Like, keep being nice, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I did want to give that caveat just in case they are being kind about you maybe being like, because you know the way there's a difference between being a nice guy and being a nice guy. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like the fucking dude who drove his van through a bunch of women in Toronto claimed he was a nice guy. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? And it's like, Hey, those don't go together. No. Mur You're murder right. and, and nice guy. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's like the whole, like the subreddit, like nice guys. Yeah. You know? Um, and like, that's the thing. There's a difference between being like genuine and nice and being like performative and like weirdly like, Oh, like cloying, you know? Yeah. So like, if that's the case, you know, have a look at what you've done and maybe try and, and fix it somewhat. And if it isn't, do not at all take, because a lot of people take this route where they think, gotta be an asshole. Don't do it. It's it's going to be the worst sabotage ever. And the thing is, like, that, that <clears throat> could, quote unquote, work. But what you'll end up with is someone who's dealing with self-esteem issues and dealing with, like, more things on their end who thinks that they're not good enough to be treated well. And you're essentially just going to end up turning into like an abusive partner. Yeah. That's the thing. Like if it, even if it works, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, 
like relationships are they should be healthy and they should be mutually supportive and good like that that's kind of just like a hard and fast rule yeah if you, if someone's hanging around because you treat them poorly that's not good no it's not a successful relationship even if you are in a relationship and are happy in it if the only reason or like the only way you guys can stay in a relationship and be quote unquote happy is because you're abusing your partner whether it's emotionally or mentally or whatever mm-hmm. then then it's not a good relationship. No. And I I feel more crazy like having to say that. Yeah, but like it's so fucking common. Yeah. You know? So just please don't fall down that trap. Don't do it. You know? And but Keep again, being a like, nice guy, but don't be a nice guy. Yeah. And I've actually seen people like end relationships with people who would be very good for them and are, you know, good people and are nice to them. And purely because I guess they feel like they don't deserve it or they can't handle it or it, they're just not used to it. I don't really know, but I've seen it. And it's like that that could be that could have happened. You could have been perfectly fine and they just weren't ready for someone who treats them well. And that's not yeah. a you problem, you know? No, no, no. In fact, thank your fucking blessings that you're out of that because that just would have gone badly. Yeah. You know? You would have been punished then for being good or treat you know. So just move or just on. Wasted more time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So move on, find somebody who who actually is ready to, you know, have a real relationship. This is Ma765CK underscore. Is there any way to come back from a missed opportunity? Hi all, much appreciation to the entire community. Advice is sound and honest, which is why I'm writing. I went to drinks with friends last Friday. There were a couple of girls, one in particular where I think she was interested in the kid. She kept eye contact with me for longer than I thought was really necessary, unless she was trying to prove a point. After drinks, her and I met up at McDonald's. She jumped in my car and got a couple of burgers. After the burgers, we listened to music, sat there talking for half an hour. Within that half an hour, I'm sure she wanted me to make a move, but I didn't because I'm a pussy. We parted ways and exchanged a few dry texts since then. I'm thinking of asking her out to drink sometime this week. Like I said before, I appreciate the community and honest advice. Give it to the kids straight. Can I come back from this with this girl or just move on and not be a pussy next time? I mean, the only advice I want to give this guy is stop calling yourself the kid. <laughs> right? What the fuck's wrong with you? I, I had to reread the first part because I was like, wait, which kid is she interested to? And then when I got to the end, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that's the best advice we can give. Just I, no. And then, like, alternatively, you have her number. Mm-hmm. It seemed to have gone well. Yeah. It didn't do anything stupid yet other than self call yourself the kid. Mm-hmm. So ask her out. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I love how it's like, is there any way to come back from this? It's like, nothing went wrong. Yeah. Like, you're good. You got her fucking number. You talked. Like, you didn't do anything wrong, you know? Like, sure, maybe. you didn't fucking, like, you know, fuck her on the first date. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't get Mm -hmm. that F close. I'm assuming this is seduction. It is, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, just because you didn't get, like, you know, the the weird fucking like pickup artist signs of success. Yeah. Doesn't mean it wasn't a success. You seem to have had a good connection with her. You had good chats. You seem to have not overstepped any boundaries. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Yeah. You're totally Chances fine. Are, you not following any of the seduction bullshit is probably the best thing that you did that night. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, even like you run the risk here. If you were unsure enough that you didn't go through with it, it's like either one, you're right. In which case, that's cool. You picked up on signals and she probably really appreciates that. Or two, you miss an opportunity at which point no one's gonna be like, well, that was it. His one shot. He's a pussy. I'm out. And if they are, you don't want to hook up with them anyway. 
Yeah. You know, so it's win, win, win. Just don't be weird. Don't call yourself the kid. And uh, just fucking, you'll be fine. Invite yeah. her out. Yeah, just like ask her out for drinks. Yeah. Also, the fact that she got a couple of burgers makes me think she's awesome. So, hell yeah. <laughs> just fucking crushing burgers in your car. Go yeah. for it, man. She sounds cool. Also, get a seduction. You seem to be doing just fine, my man. Just, yeah. just ride your wave and just, you know, drop the fucking kid thing. Unless it works for you. I don't know, man. Maybe that's his thing. Hey, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the only reason why he got her in the car. Yeah, maybe he was like, hey, you want to jump in the car with the kid and get some burgers? <laughs> oh, yeah, I honestly thought the start was like he was calling his dick the kid. Like, no, saw a girl I, looked like she might be interested in the kid. I'm I'm spiraling right now because I'm starting to fall in love with the kid. Oh, I'm, no. starting, I'm starting to change my mind on calling yourself the kid. In fact, I might start doing it. Oh, God. But I, like, what kind of car do you think he has? Probably like a Honda Civic, like a Honda Accord. Yeah. I don't know. I'm imagining it's like something sultry, right? They're just crushing burgers in there. They're sitting there like, you know, it's got to be spacious as well. Nah, it's like a Volkswagen Jetta. I don't know. I was thinking maybe it'd be like a blossoming red velvet delivery truck. (laughs) Nothing's more sexual than red velvet. (laughs) Well, you did it. We were running out of space. I don't know. I had to go with it, Dane. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I was trying to give you the the prompt. I honestly forgot that we were doing that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read out a very quick one just because we're not even going to discuss it, I don't think. I just want to read the first comment. Girl I'm talking to only says, that's fun. Talking to girl right now, friend of friend from college. We tell each other about our days without even asking, which I find kind of nice. However, her responses have always been similar and it throws me off. I'll text her something. Cool or interesting I did during the day, and she'll say, that's fun, or that sounds like a lot of fun. This even goes for things she does. She'll say, I did whatever today. It was fun. Just kind of makes it hard to have a free-flowing conversation when everything is summed up to fun. Is there some kind of signal here I should be getting, or am I overthinking it, or does this girl just have a weak vocabulary? First comment, she won't fulfill you. Damn, okay. (laughs) Solid advice. All right, are you ready for... Oh, you know it. You know I am. All right, I got some. I got some juicy ones this week. Thank you to everybody who uh, who sent them in. We got some Agent Valor and Hart just coming out strong again. Uh, we got some sent in all the way from Ireland. Um, it's great. We got some. Okay, ready for this? Yep. I'm gonna read it out. You're gonna give me a rating. Then we're gonna discuss. Okay. This is from Tay. Yes, I'm real. Like just about to cry face. I have big boobs and make awesome smoothies. What the fuck else do you need to know? If you have low standards, then oh baby, I'm the girl for you. Let me ruin your life. I'm going to do four out of ten. <laughs> I appreciate the, like, the aggression. What the fuck else do you need to know? Yeah, I mean, like, I was into that. Like, that that seemed fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that had an air of, like, ruined it. With the, like, let me ruin your life bit. It's so fucking cliche and yeah. so fucking, like, trashy. But, yep. like, not in a good way. It's just sort of like, ugh. Yeah, it's exactly. Just so, like, I, I look at that and I get tired. Even just, like, if you have low standards on the girl for you. It's like, really? Like, you're already, like, being shitty to yourself? Come I on. mean, I'm all for, like, self-deprecation. You know what I mean? Like, that. that There's is- a difference between self-deprecation and, like, just gutter dragging you know 
Yeah, I, I just I, I, it's a mixed match of like what she's going for because she's like, I got big boobs and make good smoothies. That's all you need to know. And then she's yeah. like, I low stand. It's like, well, you're, you're riding two waves right now. Yeah. Either like go with the like all out confidence being like, that's all you need to know. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Or like the self depreciation. It's it's weird. It's like starts out confident, then it goes self depreciating, then it gets weird and trashy. Let me ruin yeah, your life. Just, yeah, like I, that phrase is just like the biggest turnoff for me now. Yeah. Well, here's another one. So this is just a hinge snapshot. We'll get along if you know who the boss is. It's Tony Danza, right? I, I assume they're referring to themselves. Oh. In the I feature. thought they were talking about. Like, oh, you know what? Who's is, the boss? Is the boss uh, Bruce Springsteen? Oh, shit. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she's oh, talking about. Oh, I thought they were talking about themselves, but they did capitalize the the and the boss. And I guess the person who sent it to me also thought that unless they really hate Bruce Springsteen. That's interesting because I was like, I hate that. You know, oh, you know, I'm the boss. Like, you'll know who the boss is. Like, I think that's a pretty shitty thing to say in your hinge profile. Yeah. Maybe she's just a maybe she's a fucking Springsteen head. That could be it. Okay, you know what? I'm taking it back. I'm giving that a five. I'm giving it a five because it's it's, it's unclear. Yes, it's yeah. ambiguous. But maybe yeah. maybe it's there to spark conversation. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. That one's not as bad as I thought. This is one from Ireland. This is a certain Orla. One thing I'll never do again. Give a Balinese man my passport for a week if he pays for me and my friend's ferry to an island. Huh. Why would he need her passport for a week? And how much was the ferry? Ferries are usually very cheap. Yeah. And like passports are not. No. They're a pain in the ass to fucking, you know, replace. Mm-hmm. And if you're traveling, you're fucked if you got if you lose it. Yeah, but also like people steal them and can sell them. But again, there's no benefit for just having it for a week unless he's just jerking off to it. Yeah, or like he needed like a, a copy of one so that he could like make a, a, a replica. Yeah, he or like he was a template. Defraud the shit out of you. I mean, yeah, deeps. like I, I don't. Again, I, I don't know. I don't what's even, your, like. What's your rating? I'm giving it like a two because I don't care. <laughs> All you know I, I mean? know like, is I would look that... at that and be like, I don't care about this. And I yeah. would say no. <laughs> this person makes bad decisions. I feel like if I was 18, maybe I'd be like, that's sick. I'm not 18 anymore. I'm like, wow, you clearly make bad decisions. <laughs> Please respect government documents. <laughs> God, we're old. This is by Evian. And you know they're good when they're named after water. BFA graduate. Intelligent and talented creative. I'm a dominant person interested in submissive men who prefer female-led relationships. An ideal match is with someone who is generous, with a willingness to spoil, serve, and submit. I don't hate it. No, I'm, me neither. I'm not. I'm not crazy about female-led relationship because mm-hmm. I don't really know what that looks like or what I, that means. I don't means. really think you can lead a relationship. That's my thing. Is like, like I, I'm all for like submission, but like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be submissive in your needs in a relationship. Exactly. Like if it was like a, a female led relationship in the bedroom or something like, great, that's fucking fine. But like, I don't know how you do that overall in a relationship. So it's either yeah. bad phrasing or they want a toxic relationship. I think that's, that's my only concern with that is, mm-hmm. is that there is sort of like this idea 
that she will do whatever she wants and this dude is sort of like along for the ride. Yeah, you shouldn't be like a second class citizen in your own relationship. No. But so like, otherwise, I'm, I'm all for, you know, a female dominance thing. Great. Sure. Go for it. Yeah. Otherwise, at least like it seems clear and like concise and, you know, that's cool. At least they're like getting out what they want. Yeah, I'm sure she's having a hard time. This one is hard to read. So let me see if I can do it this way. Vegan slash angry feminist slash Buddhist slash cyclist slash biophiliac armchair anthropologist living in an armchair. Five one Polish Canadian seeking all sorts of connections. I like most things vintage and walks in the cemetery. I hug trees and talk to birds and shit. It's nice. No fascists, no commies, no Jordan Peterson fans. I'll punch y'all. And then in capitals, please don't be boring. I walk through the mines of Moria, AGO on a Wednesday, a Wednesday, JSTOR and chill. What's JSTOR? JSTOR is like the uh, online, like academic, like rep- deposit- repository. So you can like go and find like articles and shit if you were like writing oh. an essay. Like some of the language I'm not crazy about, but overall I'm not super against it. I think I'd give it a five. Yeah, it's not offensive. It's kind of a bit much. It's like you're throwing a lot of stuff there. It's like I it's almost like too much to focus on. Yeah, I'm I'm always worried when like things like this come up. I'm worried if like, oh, is this is this your personality? Like, uh, do you just sort of like lean on these descriptors and that's sort of like all you have to offer? Like, mm-hmm. like, do you hinge on the fact that you're an angry feminist or whatever the phrase was? It's like, yeah, because that's exhausting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm all for being a feminist and I'm all mm-hmm. for you know, being angry about mm-hmm. social issues. But if like, if your whole steez is just like, I'm an angry feminist and that's who I am hundred yeah, percent of the like, time, 24 seven, it's like, all right. Like that's, if you can't be angry and be a feminist while also being a person, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's not great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's just, there's so much shit there and it's kind of bland. Yeah, for someone who's like, please don't be boring. It's like you're kind of using just like the most basic building blocks of like mm-hmm. edgy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're sort of like the like this is the first time we've read a fucking profile. Yeah, it's like, like oh, this. you like vintage things and cemeteries? Cool. That's real original. Yeah, that's a real neat fucking, you know, 14 year old MySpace account description yeah, you have. There. Right. Like, I don't yeah. care. Are you also like into photography? Mm hmm. This is Sarah. If you haven't read hundreds of books, you are functionally illiterate and you will be incompetent because your personal experiences alone aren't broad enough to sustain you. Wow. Sarah. (laughs) That's that's, a a powerful entrance onto the Tinder stage. Yeah, that is like she came in hours before and sort of like unscrewed the door hinges just so that in you know two hours time she can come in and just kick that fucking thing right off the goddamn hinges Mm -hmm. that's what this comment is i would love to know like does she seek proof of your books yeah do is there like a book report sort of thing where you kind of have to like do like a cole's notes for 100 Mm -hmm. books before you meet up with her like hey how are you how many books have you read yeah and it's like you're not she says you're functionally illiterate (laughs) yep like that's what does that mean (laughs) so it is in quotes i don't know if that makes it better or worse yeah i mean like i'm not a big reader i've definitely not read 100 books 
I've I read... consider myself a fairly smart dude. You are. I, like, I don't think anyone talking to me or like hanging out with me would be like, this motherfucker is functionally illiterate. Like, there's no way he's read a hundred <laughs> books. Yeah. Um, I have read hundreds and hundreds of books uh, because I read remarkably fast and like, it doesn't mean shit. It's not like I talk to them like, these idiots, they didn't read this book. I'm like, no, it's, that's the dumbest shit. Also, the irony is they're like, your personal experiences alone aren't broad enough to sustain you. It's like, I'm going to bet anybody who really feels a tie in to this quote probably doesn't have much personal experiences, especially if all they're doing is reading hundreds of books. Yeah, like I, I don't know what it's. It's not great. It's it's so aggressive. Here's the thing: is it works for me because I'd want to match with them and challenge them on this. Yeah, maybe that's it. But again, I don't know if the relation, the basis of a relationship is a good one. Is just to start off with like a book spar. Actually, that sounds are, great. Are we? Are we basing these profiles on whether or not you'd want to be in a relationship with them or would you swipe them? We never specified that. Because I always thought it's like whether or not they get a swipe. For me, it's more like, would you want to meet this person for a drink? Or like, you know, would you want to either hook up with them or go out on a date with them? Because for yeah. me, it's like some of them you swipe just for the kick of it, just like because they're so bad. And it's like, you know, for me, I, mean, I don't see the picture. So I'm going on like whether or not that's enough for me. Like, would I say yes to a conversation with this person? Mm-hmm. And I and I would with this person. I would. But in this I would, but I'd you're give doing it, it for a specific reason. And that reason is not positive. Yeah. I think that's the difference. But if if she explains it further and I'm like, I see where you're coming from, whether I agree with it or not could lead to an interesting conversation in which case I would want to have drinks with them maybe um doesn't like just because I've I've swiped them doesn't necessarily mean I I would want to end up going on the date mm-hmm. but I would I would swipe this over the last profile like I feel like they're both kind of like fives mhm no this one's I had to go if this I this one had more potential way, yeah I would I would say yes to this over before I would say yes to the last one okay all right uh two more quickly this is Judy, and this one I kind of love. Does it have the age of Judy? 30. Okay. Not 70, as you were yeah. thinking. Yeah, I just... I will not be blackmailed by some ineffectual, privileged, effete, soft penis debutante. You want to start a street fight with me? Bring it on. <laughs> but you're, no- you're going to be surprised by how ugly it gets. You don't even know my real name. What are you doing on Tinder? <laughs> I started street fights. What? Is it a movie quote? Who's blackmailing you? <laughs> no, I. This would be a hard pass for me. That's a hard yes for me. This is incredible. Uh, okay. When you're being fucking shanked in an alley by her like 17 boys, all of her like fucking effeminate, soft penis <laughs> blackmailers get you. It, she it is asking. If there's going to be a, uh, if there's, if you want a street fight, that's polite. Also, I just, sorry, I was looking up the quote. I found it. Guess what it's from? I don't know. Fight Club? No, it's actually from something phenomenally incredible and one of my favorite characters in that thing. So I already like it a lot more. The Office. Yeah. It's Robert California. I don't remember him ever saying it, but that's incredible. I also don't remember him saying that. It's phenomenal. Okay. 
this changes things. This does change although, things. Although I probably wouldn't have looked it up, and I probably would have... Is it in quotes? No. She's she's playing with fire. Yeah, I. but here's the thing. She's tailored it. So this is a good profile. Because if mm-hmm. someone gets that reference, it's going to... It doesn't do it for me, but now that I know this, I'm going to say that's like that's an eight. You yeah, know what I mean, no, like, I, I liked it already because it's a funny quote. Like, I, I can't imagine it was actually from her. It seems so specific, but I also like the thought of it being from her and Judy just being a fake name and this person just <laughs> buck wild with an axe or something. Yeah, uh, this is John, twenty five. My name's Lauren, not John, and I'm twenty one, not twenty five. Angel emoji. Here's my Instagram. Hit me up. Yes, I have an OnlyFans. You should subscribe. Kiss face, heart faced. Wet West End of Toronto. My name isn't John. I did it as a joke and I don't know how to change it. LMFAO. I mean, this is a hard pass for me. There's nothing here that entices me to to say yes or no. So I'm going to give it a, like a, a two, I guess. Yep. hundred percent. It's it's not like bad, bad. Like there's nothing really bad here, but like there's also nothing of substance. No. It's it's baffling and like just they can't even use Tinder properly. Their name's wrong. Yeah, anyone who thinks like, oh, my name is John is a joke. It's like already. Yeah. Like indicating to me that it's not going to be a good match. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure. Um, We, we have a good time mm-hmm. doing this for you. And next week is our 100th episode. That's fucking wild. Maybe we can make um, and- that the one we miss for the first time. Yeah, we're just not going to show up. Yeah, I'll just I'll just upload fifty sec or fifty minutes of silence. Mm-hmm. Um, I will put out a call now, just to the to the general people. Um, we're we're looking to do like if if you know we've given you advice and you want to uh, celebrate the hundredth episode with us, please feel free to like record a little audio clip of you saying hello. Um, if you have an agent name, give yourself or like you know you include that or if you want to give yourself an agent name that's cool uh try to keep it between like 10 and 30 seconds uh and then we will we'll do like a little little clip at uh, throughout the show uh next week yeah if you have anything you want to say about the show any thoughts any memories experiences etc we would love to hear them yeah because when we started this we said we wanted to make it a conversation so maybe we will we will converse uh next week we'll 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 talk to you guys and and we'll get sort of like a you know, a look back over the, the past hundred episodes. Yeah. Which is still crazy to even think about. Yeah. It's fucking wild. We um, still get paid for this. <laughs> we really do. If you have a question or if you want to send us one of these, uh, one of these audio clips, feel free to hit us up on Gmail. That's probably the best way to deliver us, uh, any sort of like audio file. Um, that is uh, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. If you want to just reach out and, and send us a question or, you know, talk about the show with us, um, you can find us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast or FCK underscore buddies at, uh, on Twitter. Um, or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Uh, thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And just like to all of our American listeners, go register to vote. Please register to vote. Also, make sure you're like signing Not up for the mail-in vote it as well. Yeah, and and don't vote for Trump. If you're gonna if you're gonna vote for Trump, don't register, don't register to vote. Yeah, just get your ballot and eat it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because like, just look around. 
things have not um, gone things have not gone well even slightly so yeah look into options just because you have a mail-in ballot doesn't mean you necessarily have to mail it in a lot of places do have a uh, drop-off at like polling places you can actually drop your mail-in ballot there and you don't have to worry about it getting lost in the postal service mm-hmm. um so look up what the options are for your area and uh in november please go and make the right choice because we love you very 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 much and we would love to come visit you again but until you guys sort your shit out, yeah, we we won't and we can't. Yeah, a hundred percent. I forgot to get bad sex writing. Okay, let's just do this. Okay, England, England by Julian Barnes. She left the nursery. Sir Jack began to grizzle to himself first quietly, then louder. Finally, he boomed out, "Nappy!" And Lucy, waiting behind the door with her hands in a bowl of ice water, came running. Then, with a bigger, riper growl, he whispered, "Poo." Baby do poo, she asked encouragingly, as if not entirely convinced he was capable of the ultimate act of babyhood. There were some babies who wanted to be told they couldn't, and so didn't. His hips pushed upwards. She squeezed her glistening hands in response, and Sir Jack Pittman, entrepreneur, innovator, ideas man, arts patron, and inner city revitalizer. Sir Jack Pittman, less a captain of industry than a very admiral. Sir Jack Pittman, visionary, dreamer, man of action, and patriot, began a throaty crescendo which ended in a sforzando bellow of poo. He let out a string of ploppy farts, came joltingly in Lucy's joined hands, and shat spectacularly in his nappy. Wait, what? <laughs> Was he the baby? Was yeah. Was it like age play? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Unless All he's right. a very young captain of industry. All right, so he was... Pr- okay. okay. So the, the babies and the babyhood are all capitalized, so I assume it's like, you know, baby play. I really yeah. thought you'd laugh more at this one. A I, string of, he let out a string of ploppy farts, Dane? Yeah, I, sorry, I was just... I really As he couldn't. came joltingly in Lucy's joined hands and shat spectacularly in his nappy? Yeah, I, I get it. I was a, just... A string of ploppy farts, Dane? I, I hear the ploppy farts. I just couldn't see them. You know what I mean? I could you hear can, it. You can never see I could, farts. I could oh. smell it, but I couldn't see. see the whole picture. I didn't understand what was happening. You can never see farts. They haven't updated that technology yet. I am, however, now only going to scream a poo when I come. I hope so. Uh, to finish her off, I've got a really cool Pornhub comment. Um, so this is from Echo the Dolphin Coom. Yeah, the bad acting was cool and all, but you dolphins and dolphins ever get into crypto meme coin hype? I 30x my sand dollars doing it. Just click on my profile and check the link that this dolphin feels is going to blow up like coom shooting out of my blowhole once it goes coin gecko. What? Also, are they spelling cum, C-U-M-E? No, they're spelling it C-O-O-M. Damn it. Uh, My name is The Kid. Goodbye. (laughs) We've been your fun buddies.